When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Lafondra looking to get cold side of Fon. Lafondra away from David. 3-1 Reading. Three points Reading. Hello and welcome to a very quick update, transfer-wise, with James Earnshaw from the Reading Chronicle. Unfortunately, James, I think you're going to be very busy. Hopefully I'm wrong. Hopefully I'm wrong on outgoings and not incomings this window. Yeah, yeah. Evening, Paul. Uh, it's yeah. It's going to be an interesting couple of days. Um, I'm not expecting any incomings at all, uh, which is a shame. I thought it would have been nice to freshen the group up. Um, but as we kind of expected right at the beginning of the month, the important thing is keeping the right kind of players. And um, it's looking like that alone is going to be a struggle. Uh, I'm not expecting too many to go, but now that people kind of know that prices are dropping, who knows what sort of could be pushed in the last couple of days. But as, as things stand, it's it's looking precarious. Yeah. I mean, that's basically a word you could use for us in the last, um, uh, I don't know, three years. <laughs> it feels like slowly getting more and more. But yes, we are definitely at a massive tipping point now. Um, you put the exclusive out last night about Tom McIntyre fee being agreed with Portsmouth believed to be around 75,000 or I think in your article it says below 80,000 so it's not a lot whichever way you look at it mm. um I don't know how you look at that deal because Tom hasn't played played that much this season but still value wise that seems a little bit low even with only six months left doesn't it yeah it's incredibly low um as you say I don't think it'll be a huge impact on the team he's not a regular starter hasn't been all season and struggle with injury um I do think it's the right move in terms of he needed a fresh start. Uh, he'll always be the academy graduate at Reading and he'll always be the season to go holder at Reading. He needs to get push away and, and step up in his career now that he's 25 and, you know, start making a name for himself and hopefully Portsmouth's the place that he can do it. Um, but, yeah, as always, it's the, the kind of backstabbing kind of way it's been done and, and the 75 grand is pennies, really. I mean, you might as well have not bothered at all. And let him walk away for nothing in the summer. I don't think 75 grand is going to go towards much. And doing it without kind of agreeing it before you'd spoken to to Mark and um, Ruben just kind of reeks again, like the Abbey and Holmes situation. Yes, yes. Obviously, in your article as well, you also say on the Red and Chronicle that this has been not organised by Mark Bowen or Brian Carey. This is another die young. Die Young Pang. God almighty. I wish we had someone with two different names. It would be so much easier. It really would be. I mean, there's so many other reasons to get rid of them. I'm sorry, I have to keep this a little bit light because it's so dark, isn't it, really? Um, stitch up, basically. And they're just getting rid of players, which leaves me a little bit worried on our out-of-contract players in the summer, and one in particular, because that seems to be what they're aiming for, and that is Femi Aziz. Now, hopefully you've heard nothing on him leaving, what are you going to tell me, James? Yeah, this thing stands. I've not heard anything on him leaving. Um, but I hadn't heard anything this time yesterday about Tom McIntyre. Um, <laughs> and then suddenly, by the time I'd heard it, it all kind of been sorted and agreed. 
Um, so it's not saying nothing will happen. And obviously things move fast the nearer we get to the deadline. Um, but Scott, the understandings I'm guessing is that those that are playing every week are happy. I don't think any of them are particularly looking to force a move or, or to get away. Um, obviously, if an offer from a, from a club that you can't turn down comes in, then things might change. But as far as I'm aware, the, the sort of the first 11 to 15 players that you'd think of in the squad are, are, are happy um, being at Reading and, and, you know, hoping to, to keep Reading in, in the league, which, you know, is always a hope because I still think on paper, I think our team's good enough to stay up, uh, provided we get no more A point selections and B, there's no more sort of major outgoings before Thursday evening, um, which both <laughs> both are looking quite dodgy, but, you know, we can hope. Um but yeah, so you know, touch wood, nothing on on Femi just yet. But you know, you can't can't rule anything out. I'm afraid. Yeah, I mean, because obviously, all our worst fears, and me included, our fire sale happens, and we see some of our big players like Sam Smith, Lewis Wing, and someone who is also, uh, I don't know, I don't know if you'd call linked with a transfer with a Peter <laughs> Rourke special here. I'm sorry, Pete, but you do do this a fair amount. It was a. Uh, you know, several clubs in the League One and the Championship are looking at, you know, top goal scorer at Reading FC, Harvey Nibs. Well, I mean, I wouldn't be, I'd be amazed if they weren't, to be quite honest, but there's no actual name club in it. And I'm assuming you're going to say exactly the same again to me, what you said about Femi Aziz. You've heard nothing as it stands about that. No, no, I've heard nothing. Uh, Harvey would be obviously a, a big, big miss, not just his, his playing, but his personality-wise. You know, he's, he's another one that loves to pat the badge. And, you know, he did it again countless times on, on Saturday. So it would be a kick in the teeth if he was to have departed. Not that you can hold anything against any of these players that do choose to move on. Um, but no, again, I, I as far as I'm aware, I think they're all happy, you know, or as happy as they can be when they're at the bottom of League One and having points docked left, right and centre. But they all seem to be close and, 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 you know, on the back trying to push in the right direction. So I'm not overly concerned, but, you know, how it works with um, sort of the deadline and, all it takes is one domino to fall and suddenly another team are on the lookout for someone and then they might come looking at someone and then eventually it might come that someone takes a Reading player. I'm going to be up, you know, doing a live blog from 8am till 11pm on Thursday, so I'm expecting to keep it busy. Um, unfortunately, not as exciting as what we'd have hoped and what we've been used to in, in the past. Um, but hopefully come 10 past 11, quarter past 11, we can sit there and relax and go, you know what, on the whole, it's not actually been that bad a window. Yeah, I'm going to come back to that live blog in a minute because I want to know your food choices for that. But first of all, I just want to say about Tom McIntyre. He gets a lot of stick. He's getting a lot of um, kind of, I wouldn't say a massive amount of abuse. And some people are, though, because I think because he's from Reading, he's come through the academy. He's shown that he's now basically not law. I, I don't agree with that. I know lots of other people will think that, and that's fair enough. But... You know, when he was scoring those goals at Sheffield United, when he was scoring against Swansea and that massive comeback mm. in that four-all a couple of seasons ago, you know, this player loves Reading. I've spoken to Tom, you know, when he did the podcast with him, and people say, oh, it's just because of that. It's not. You see it across the country. Players who actually are fans of the club and come through the academy, they often get the most abuse or most love out of all of them. It's very hard for them. So... I think what you said earlier was true, James. I think he does need a move. And, you know, Paul Smith quite likely to be in the championship next season. If you take all the financial issues, it kind of makes sense for him, doesn't it? 
Oh, it's a great move for him. There's, there's no wonder why he's shooting straight down to Fratton Park. I mean, you know, the chance to, let's face it, Portsmouth will have to really screw up to not be in the championship next year. It's another crack. Um, you know, he's not set league one alike, but he's struggled with injury as he has over the last couple of years. Um, he just needs to to play regularly and to find his find his way, I, I think. At Reading, he's always been the versatile player that just gets put wherever because he's, he's a local lad and he'll play wherever he has to play and, you know, he'll give 100%. But he's 25 now. He's not a young kid anymore. And we still don't really know his best position. Um, and, you know, he's got to go out and find his way. He's got to go out to another club and, and stake a claim and force his way into whichever position he feels that he is the best suited to. And, you know, make a name for himself rather than just, you know, he's he's the player that has come through Reading's Academy and that he's, you know, been around and played 100 times for the last three or four years. He needs to, you know, really stamp his stamp his authority on the game now and, Portsmouth gives a good chance to do that. I know they've had a lot of injuries at the back, so he'll you know, likely play quite a bit. And providing he doesn't score against us in March, then you know he goes with my best wishes. You know I think he's done a lot of good for us over the years, and he's a lovely kid. Um, but you know it's just gone a bit stale, and you got to just shake hands and say good luck, and you know hopefully see you down the road. Yeah, totally. I mean, this is a little bit desperate here, but it almost feels like we've made a sign with Ben Elliott because I totally forgot he was here. <laughs> African <laughs> other natures. Yeah. Mark, ben Elliott has got some talent. He really has. But I don't know there's so much going on with Reading. You kind of lose track in the fact that he hasn't been here for a few weeks. You just yeah. Oh, wow. I mean, he's, if a player's do leave, which hopefully we don't, he's someone who could step in if we don't sell him, which I don't eliminate with Reading. <laughs> you just don't know. But um, in yeah, mid-air, in midair, he just turns around and just flies off somewhere else on the way back yeah. from Ivory Coast. <laughs> no, um, yeah. it'd be great to see more of him. I mean, I don't quite think he's physically ready that yet for, for regular league one minutes, but he's a player who can chuck on with a few minutes to go and, and see if he can make a difference. And then, you know, maybe look at next year and, and hope that he can really sort of stamp his authority on, on the on the team and the, and the club next year. Um, but the way it's going, we need as many bodies as we can. You know, who's going to be the Nelson Abbey of the second half of the season that breaks out? You know, you've got Strickland and, and Holzman and maybe it'll be a Harley Dean regen or a, uh, you know, the revival arc of Harley Dean or Sam Hutchinson to come in and play a crucial role in the second half of the season. You know, it's got to be someone because there's going to be gaps appearing, albeit on the bench or in the starting eleven, that someone's going to take up and, and grab with both hands. Yeah, that's the biggest problem with uh, Tom McIntyre going, as we all know, if we're Reading fans, is uh, what's behind him. And I find that very worrying, um, definitely. But food choices throughout tomorrow, James. I mean, you've got to have some Haribo in there somewhere because you're going to need energy, aren't you? Yeah, I don't know what I'm going to go for. I mean, I never, I'm never a breakfast man anyway, to be honest. Uh, coffee will do me for breakfast. Um, mm. Lunch, probably nip out grab a baguette or something, you know, Pierre's, shout out Pierre's, usually a favourite of mine. Uh, and then obviously the evening, I'll be at home doing it from the evening. So whatever food I can be bothered to, to wrestle up or my parents wrestle up. And then, yeah, probably um, probably some sweets and, uh, you know, maybe come 11 o'clock if we've kept hold of them, maybe crack open a, a nice can or something. Yeah, well, let's hope that is the case and we haven't lost too many players not the good ones anyway. So thanks a lot, James. We probably will speak again over the next few days. In fact, we will for the uh, preview. So uh, let's hope there's not too much transfer news. Sorry, James. I, I know kind of your industry, but I, I, you don't want it as much as I really, don't you? <laughs> no, not this window. This window can just, I want to go to sleep and wake up and it'd be over. And I go, oh, what? I missed it. Oh, shit. 
<laughs> That's fair enough, Fizz. If you enjoyed this podcast, give us a five-star review on Apple or Spotify. Thanks.